You're listening to the Brilliant Black Broadcast, where I'm going to bring the harsh and inconvenient truths that rebuild our society. And as we build, we're going to draw the proverbial lines in the sand with tough topics that will surely expose the basic and brain dead. This is the only place where you're going to get knowledge to liberate without tearing down the black man or degrading the black family. Tonight's broadcast is a continuation of my Facebook Live, Why Black Men Deserve Unlimited Blowjobs for the Next Five Years. How Gambia made me into a better black woman. And is Africa really ready for B1 people? Guys, if you haven't checked out that Facebook Live, be sure to do so right now. You'll find it on Facebook, Art Kathy. Listen, I know I haven't done podcasts like that since I did the Black Repat, and it's been a while. Podcasting is the future, and I wanted to get in on it i've been wanting to speak for a long time i've been wanting to get back into this platform since i was in radio i worked for an npr affiliate um years back but this is such a great platform for me i don't have to beat my face i can just sit here and talk to you guys and and tell you what's been on my mind it's been a lot on my mind since i've kind of taken um a little bit of a creative hiatus away from my platform to get a lot of things together um, with my real estate investment project in the Gambia, bringing that to a nice um, close with the business that we had that you guys know about um, with that one project that ended. Um, So I'm glad to be able to move forward powerfully and to also parlay my experience of the Gambia and being here into something that you can really relate to and really start the conversation to expose what's been hidden for so long. I'm not one of those people that like to sugarcoat stuff. And as I was saying in today's live, you know, people romanticizing the move back to Africa, that is cute until it's not cute. And I realized very quickly, and the analogy I even use for that is I I realized I was kind of a day walker in a space full of zombies. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Blade with Wesley Snipes, but it's a scene where he goes into this underground club and he slowly realizes in his horror that he's the only day walker and everybody else was a vampire, night walker, zombie, whatever you want to call them. But that's really what it will feel like when you come to a West African country that's not only impoverished, but are exposed to a level of subjugation that you can't even fathom. One of which I addressed in my first viral video, uh, The Gambia Loves White People, where I talked about the encounter I had with the British guy and the three-year-old black girl. And I'm thinking, this guy is pimping out this girl. His body language was real, real messed up. She was coming into the ATM area where I was, and I could see her peeking her head in and he jerks her back real violently like a dog or something and I was like oh no I already knew what time it was and even another occasion as I talked about in Facebook live on Facebook live today was the the white guy maybe about mm, almost 50 carrying this little black boy down the street about a three-year-old black boy tiny little boy And I'm like, where is he going with this sweet little African boy? Where is he going with this Gambian child? Where is this Gambian child's mom? 
Why do they allow this? It's so sick. It's so gross. And it's not even isolated incidents. This is just the way their streets look. This is what goes on. And I'm not really one of those people that can sit by and, and let stuff like that happen without A, saying something and B, doing something about it. And C, swinging on the motherfuckers that's letting it go down. Like, so before we romanticize coming to the continent and especially the Gambia, I'm, I'm going to officially call it AKA the armpit of Africa. You need to be very aware of the horrors that you're not going to be able to unsee. Okay. So, um, that's, that's a horror that I'm not able to unsee and I certainly won't forget, but when they fix their mouths to talk so much shit about us as black Americans, that's where I have the problem because when I'm walking and I'm seeing this type of, you know, sex tourism go on amongst the children and we got grown people just looking for looking at it and not saying anything. I don't, I don't have no respect for you. Like it, imagine seeing something like that and seeing people around you not give a damn, don't notice, don't care, see it and don't want to say something. You know what that does to you inside? It makes you disgusted and, and, and not just at what you're looking at, knowing that you, this, this white guy is about to go fuck this black child. Okay. Not that, but you, you're disgusted because Ain't nobody else saying nothing. They are too scared. And then you have to think, how did they get like that? And so it just unravels all at once. You're just like, what kind of world is this where somebody could see this happening and act like they don't see it? And I talked about today in my Facebook Live, when you realize that you have to kind of unpack that whole bag and unravel it all the way down and deconstruct it all the way down to the root. I quickly realized that this is not... Sex tourism is not new. This has been going on in the Gambia for a long, long, long time. Okay, pedophilia, sex tourism, um, child pedophilia, all of that, that's been going on forever. I mean, it's, it's modern day slavery. But when you think about it like that, that also means it's a systematic. These people have been raped. Like, it's a 70% chance that everybody's been molested and subjugated to this type of horror at some point in their life because this is a regular way of life there it's just it's just not start you know it's not new it didn't just start with facebook instagram um saturday night live and they did a spoof on it this is not new they've been doing this so imagine yourself somebody that's been raped as a child and you don't go to therapy you just kind of stomach it. You don't say nothing. It changes who you are. It, it, it messes you up mentally. It, you know, so <laughs> you're just doing your best to live. And so you will be dead inside. So when you come to countries that have been subjugated like this, you don't know what these people didn't had to live with. When you see them with no countenance, no light about themselves, no dreams, no hopes, no real conversation, you have to think about what did they see in their life to make them like this? What did they experience in their life to make them like this? All that. We have to do that with each other. But being in the Gambia, that showed me how people can be that much in a coma and unwilling to just see the truth and be so crazy in the fucking head. Like, you don't respect the men that watch this like and and then you see that the average Gambian man acts like a 14 year old 
They they have very little education. Like when you 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 really think it's easy. I think we think it's easy to start a business and to do what we do because we're exposed to education. We don't even realize how good we have it with education until you come somewhere where the people literally just only can make 15 cents to $2 a day and have no common sense to start their own business, do it, um, go through with it. It's, you know, it's no opportunities, no energy or mindset that's upwardly mobile at all. Not like, let's say, for example, Atlanta, everybody's going to get it. This is the place, you know, that we talk about that has the grind and the hustle, the grussel. You know, even black America itself, we built America. We're people that are very resourceful. The ingenuity we have, I mean, right? We, we're, we're very familiar with the black owned business and the mom and pop stores and, you know, the must, the Montgomery bus boycott. These people, they own the bus companies, Tulsa, Oklahoma, black wall street. We're, you know, being owners and owning stuff and, and running things. That's not new for, for black people, but you come to a place like the Gambia and you see they barely washing their hands and they ass. They don't get exposed to anything. Oof. Oh my God. I mean, it's enough to make your head spin. You can't even give people opportunities. Y'all please, please go watch that Facebook live. It was an hour and 28 minutes. And I talked about how you just be trying to create situations for, for, for a person to win and they'll sabotage themselves. And that's all due to programming. They don't know how to cherish an opportunity or even know what it is and what to do with it. Like they have an ingrained self-sabotaging mechanism and it's fueled by self-hate. So these are the people that you have to think about living around when you talk about, oh, I'm going to go repatriate and all of this different type of stuff. Like, And also think about this environment that looks like the inside of a trash can, as I said earlier. Yes, beaches in the Gambia, a.k.a. the armpit of Africa, but they're littered with prostitution. They're littered with litter and trash. Eh. But at least you're in Africa. Like, that's not... I don't know. That that's that may not be good enough for some of you. But I'm just telling you the harsh and inconvenient truths right now. We we deserve better. But we, we most definitely deserve to have the honest conversation that nobody's willing to have. These are This is an inconvenient-ass conversation right now. I'm not that girl that's going to sit up here and, and fake an orgasm. Like, that's what it feels like if I don't tell you guys the truth about what's really going on out here. And the levels of cooning, just at critical levels, the shucking and jiving, it is just terminal out here. Terminal. And, and as I was talking about in the Facebook Live earlier, I mean who's better or worse and it's not a competition because black people we have our cooning africans have their coons you know the africans but i have to say in my own opinion that it's maybe a 30 percent more chance or 30 percent more cooning going on for the africans like their cooning is a lot harder than i've ever seen it in the states sorry now is that much more not really i mean 30 percent more but they they're a little bit more messed up in the head than we are black Americans because we all got messed up 
about white supremacy. We all did. So this is not a competition about who's the sickest. But I'm just letting you know, it's a different level of sick when you have an open market for black babies and children and and sex tourism in your face. I don't know one hood you can go to right now where they are openly white men and women are, are walking with young children you know, for, for sex and being pimped out for sex. It's people that's going to hear this and say, she's lying. Those people are sick in the head. That's why I kept my comments off on YouTube. Y'all not even, you know, just because I have an international platform now, a lot of y'all motherfuckers need to be shut down because y'all sick. Y'all need to be relegated to a goddamn room with padded walls and, and you know what I mean? Like in the straight jacket, like we don't even need to hear from y'all because you, you letting this shit go on and you, you so full of disease and delusion. We can't listen to y'all. Don't want to listen to you. And black people, this is what's made me a very proud black woman This to this day. To this day. It ain't nothing you can tell me. Because you, you have acted a fool on somebody that's come to tell the truth. That's come with love. That's come with their hand open full of resources. And I see how you're so hateful. How you're so jealous of us. I'm not going to spend another year. We're not going into 2021 with this silly delusion that Africans and African-Americans and black Americans, we're the same. No, we're not. No, we not. And I'm so glad to say that we are culturally different. We are culturally different. Baby, y'all better embrace that right now. Get you that FBA flag, whatever flag you want to differentiate yourself. Honey, the Moors, if you want to be Moor, if you want to be goddamn Hebrew, Israel, I don't give a fuck what it is. But if it's something that resonates to you, that makes you feel like you're a little different from somebody else, damn it, own that shit. I don't care what it is. Because at this point, I feel like we need to just stand in whatever that truth is for us. And my truth is this. I am not like y'all, most of y'all continental Africans. God damn it. And I'm proud to say I'm not. I know my bloodline is Nigerian. I could already tell that. Oh, God. And, and that's why we don't need to put all Africans in the same box. Because all Africans are not the same. Gambians, I know, are a special breed of docile slave. Like, Nigerians would eat Gambians up for breakfast. Like, just, baby, hand me the Gambian, hand me the Gambian snack. Hand me the Gambian snack. Like, they would just, mmm, mmm, it's delicious. Delicious Gambian, mmm, delicious Gambian. Like, they are so weak and docile, you could just package them up. Sell them as snacks to the Nigerians. Nigerians' temperament is, like, much more dominant, much more, you know, they're arrogant. They're cocky. You see what I'm saying? Like, their temperament is completely wired differently. Gambians? They in the delta position. The delta position is when you're completely submitted. You, you, you're buck broken. You're like face down, stomach to the floor, and your ass is up. You've given up. You, you got them ass cheeks open to white supremacy, to the Lebanese, to the Chinese, to the British. You don't have nothing to fight. But you got so much heat for black Americans coming over here. Like, I'm, I'm not going to be that person no more for y'all. They can kiss my black ass. They, they don't have anything to say to black Americans anymore. And let that be a notice to all the Africans listening. We're not going into 2021 with any more delusions and romanticism around the continent coming to the continent. Because, see, that's what's messing people up off top. When they come, they thinking it's going to be some brother-sister 
welcome party and all this shit with the women dancing before them and throwing fruit and, and flowers and all this type of stuff. And now what you get is you welcome, goddammit, but you about to be welcome to some scamming, to some fucked up demonic shit being done to women, men and children in your face every day. And you're going to have to live in somewhere that looks like the inside of a goddamn trash can. Welcome to Repatriation Reality 101. I can't, I can't fake orgasms around this topic no more. And this is one of the reasons why I said black men deserve unlimited blowjobs for the next five years. Like brothers, I, I apologize on behalf of all the sisters. If you compare a black man to the average Gambian man, it's just, it's laughable. We talking about men that have built systems and businesses and, you know, think of any black entrepreneur and billionaire and millionaire that you know. A Gambian couldn't, could never, a Gambian could never, they, they don't even have it in them. This, this average Gambian that you'll run into, we, we, we got Madam CJ Walkers in our blood and she's actually kin to me and probably kin to a lot of y'all making millions during the pandemic. We don't have Madam CJ Walker energy in the Gambia, sweetheart. They can barely fill an order to help you get something in their country. I was telling y'all about the girls that I was trying to put on, even with cleaning domestic abilities and domestic skills and, and getting them opportunities, creating opportunities for them and another young lady to get her to be my stylist and, and go out and pick me those Gambian fabrics and have them made because that's a regular way of life for them there. Getting fabrics, having them made, getting fabrics, having them made. That should be a very simple thing. I'm paying you stupid money to do it. It's a convenience for me. I don't have to leave the house. I don't have to do much. You know how it is, sisters. You get an image consultant. You get a stylist. You think that was something that was too easy for them? It was too easy. They couldn't even do it. And I said, forget it. I'll just get my own dresses. Like, these hoes can't. You can't even work with them. They don't have nothing to say. They'll say every every excuse. Well, maybe it was you. Maybe you should have shut. No, see, y'all are brain dead. We, we not, we're not going to keep talking as if I'm not telling the truth. You don't know what you don't know. You just don't know. But see, when you come to the country, I saw immediately this is why you don't have shit. You don't know how to do business work for good goddamn. And I said it months ago and I'm saying it now. If anything, I don't have any filters for y'all asses no more because I done been here a long time. I see how you live and I see how full of disease and delusion and lies you live under. Because you want to protect this mess because you hoping that maybe if we keep the damn lid on this filth that maybe just maybe we'll keep our tourism dollars because that's all you got. Because you ain't got no entrepreneur spirit. You ain't got no grinders and no hustlers there. You got some chicks that's selling oranges and apples and, and peanuts and bananas on the side of the motherfucking street and selling their kids off to the highest bidder. That's what you got. You don't have no, you know, no real hustlers out there. You don't have no women that's got no real business game and knowledge about themselves. All they can do is prey on black men and, and the tourist, the black male tourist that comes over and hoping he'll fall for her scam. They they hoping that y'all going to be looking for an African girl with her, old, her little titties and her ass and shit. Just so she can get a green card. They ain't got no love for you. Let's stop all this. Pan-African love shit. Nah, we ain't the same. If you come in on a footing, you ain't in the same equal footing with somebody. You're not. When they're in poverty and you're actually upwardly mobile and you damn near the middle class compared to them and really the aristocrat class. Let's be clear. 
it ain't nothing cute about buying a girl and her whole family and her whole family needs you. That's the love. That ain't the love you want, brothers. It's not. It's not. We need to be bowing down and, and, and giving our apologies to black men and making things right with our black men. Y'all need to go ahead and get yourself together, honey. Give him the head of his life. Just go to the Gambia. Just go to the Gambia. Just for a few days or a week or whatever you want to do. Or just listen to these broadcasts. Because I'm not lying to you. It's a different type of docile and weak. For it to be sex tourism that common. You know what that says about the men in that society? They are that futile, weak, and childish to allow it to happen. They have no backbone. Zero. They don't even have no fight in them. If they lose an opportunity, if I say, oh, you know what? To hell with all this Gambian stuff. You know, I don't want to do no business with y'all no more. Like, nobody would say, hey, but can we, is it any type of way? You know, nobody would try to do business. Everybody would just be like, oh, well, I guess I'll just, you know, I'm used to not having nothing. They don't have a fight in them to, to negotiate. They don't, they don't do that. They just say, okay, because it's so typical for them to be poor. Ugh, like, girl, black men. I, sometimes I wish I could be all things to all people spiritually. Like, I wish I could just be a spiritual black fairy and just go secretly suck all these black men's dicks that need to be sucked. Just spiritually, spiritually, in the middle of the night, like two fairy. Like, I just want to be the B1 blowjob fairy and, and just go and service my black men in the middle of the night. Because we know most of y'all wives not. We know they ain't doing it. Your girlfriends ain't doing it. They pissed off at the black men, got resentment. And sis, I get that. I ain't even trying to roast and drag y'all no more because I love y'all so much, girl. I love us. But I'm just saying, I... If I was a fairy, I would, you know, that's what I would be doing with your man. What? Did she say she like to suck all the black man's dicks? Yes. Yeah, I would. And why are you, what's wrong with that? See, we so fucked up. We think something's wrong with me saying I like to service, you know, black men suck their dicks. We we think something's wrong with that. It's coming from a sacred sex goddess, mind you. Okay. I ain't any old type of hoe and broad off the street. That's not me. You talking to a sacred sex goddess damn near saying that she wants to honor the black man in that way you're offended at that and you're not offended that we got whole countries pimping kids out here and and daring you to say anything girl you better get your priorities together wrong year wrong zodiac sign i'm a sag with a pisces moon like i'm i'm finna tell the truth and i'm gonna go deep into the psychosis of the shit too that's the pisces moon we, we finna go to the depths and the deep and I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready to look at it with a spiritual eye, with a real eye, and with some critical thinking. Because this ain't for your feelings. This is about facts. And this is about how you really going to live when you move out of the States and go to Africa and do all this shit. You looking at these YouTubers, including myself, and they don't want to just be real and say, listen, this is what it is. They don't want to fuck up their check. They don't want to fuck up their check. They don't want to fuck up their views. They don't want to step on nobody's toes. I do not care. I've found was worth living and dying for. And first, I used to think it was one thing. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get the repat movement, the African-American, pan-African movement on my back. And now I'm like, girl, I need to have this baby in peace. <laughs> have the rest of my children in peace. Lay up with my man. Have my cookouts and barbecues with Barry White, Curtis Mayfield, and Al Green over some greens and cornbread with black culture. Like, I'm, I'm cool with that. With the FBA flag waving in the background. You can give me that, and I have no problem with it. So that was a big revelation for me this year, seeing how we need the black man for protection.
to see the docile slaves over here and how they quick to try to check a woman and fight a woman. But they'll let their kids get molested and raped in their face every day and know what's going on and not do anything about it. You have no obligation to respect men or people like that. You don't talking about respect them and they welcomed you into their country. You ain't welcome shit. You couldn't you couldn't even keep me out. How dare you go into a country and talk down about them? Nah, we we finna cut that shit out right now. Everybody that's saying that old shit, shut the fuck up. You can't even keep no, you can't keep predators out. You don't even know who your friends are. So we not listening to y'all no more. You have no basis. Talking about somebody that disrespected y'all. You don't even know what your friends are. You definitely don't know what disrespect is. This is this is how foolish I've had to see a group of people over the age of six act for almost a year and be sick in the head you have no obligation to come somewhere where you can freely go where the fuck you want to go they ain't welcoming you no goddamn where you put it in your heart to come to the african country because it's in you as kwame and Krumah said africa was born in you these fuckers are born on a continent and africa ain't nowhere in them so now nah, you ain't you don't have no obligation to respect people that allow themselves to be enslaved in 20 in 2021. This is modern day slavery. This is an open plantation on the continent full of the most critical cases of shucking, jiving, cooning, bed winching, swirling, sex trade, sex tourism, child pedophilia, all types of shit that you've ever seen. So, yeah, you can repatriate. Watch your little YouTube videos. Oh, hello. Watch all these fuckers jumping around at the African bushes and shit and making you think eating bananas and, and drinking smoothies and shit on the beach. You know. Oh, we're going to build in society. We're going to build in Africa. Build in Africa, goddammit. But you know what? How you feel if you building and you watching kids being pimped in front of you every day. So you need to be thinking about the Gambia. You need to come to the Gambia, black women. If you want anything that'll make you love yourself and love the black man more, you will run your ass to the nearest black man and kiss his feet after you see these Gambian men. I can't call them men. These Gambian um guys, boys. The Gambian boys. Once you see these Gambian boys, and they can be 60 years old, but they still feel like they're 14. Nobody has sense in their head. Everybody's spending 15 times on, on their face per day, but there ain't nobody coming up with no common sense. I'm not scared. I, like, what you finna do? What you gonna say to me? What you gonna do? You gonna threaten some more? Child, don't be afraid of none of these people. Hold your head up high, suck your black man's dick, and understand there's nothing wrong with differentiating yourself from the fuck shit, from the slaves, from the buck broken Negroes and Africans and the bed winches. We need to differentiate ourselves. We are B1 people. You can use foundational black Americans. I don't care what it is. And I'm not even finna get that into it. Cause I don't like I'll at this point in time, I don't like disagreeing with my people no more. Like, cause all I want is just my people. I just want love and peace. With my people, like, girl, if we ever fell out in the past on something that you didn't agree with and you black, we can work it out. Let me sip my tea I had earlier. We can work it out. We don't have to. Ooh, Gambia, that humbled me so much. It's made me a better person, y'all. I'm serious. Like, 
you don't come to this level of realization and resolve and gratitude and enlightenment and insight without seeing things that will change you and that will shift your paradigm and that will wake you up inside like like I've seen and I'm, I'm continuing to see when you look at a three-year-old black boy being damn near dragged down the street by the hand with some white dude you know like that type of stuff you don't you don't see people the same again that's why I said you can't go to no hood and, and that's you you think just a white guy for to go up in the hood and take a little two and a half three-year-old black boy and just drag him down the street and and you know what it's about you're not even fixing to do that like where and then some of y'all that's like they do it they do it ah, we're not talking to you dude because see that's that's mental illness for you not to even see this point if you you don't get this point you actually are mentally ill that's just the long and short of it, bro. Like, we don't have time anymore to keep mints and words and playing with semantics and no, 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 no. When we're at war, we have to talk in very clear and certain terms, y'all. And that's just what that is. I'm so grateful to have the support of my FBA, my B1 people, my own code people, man. Like, I am so only just wanting to make peace with us. Shit, do we need to get some land somewhere else, y'all? And and speaking of which, I'm going to be doing the dental tourism live session in the womb school and in the black repack group. So you have to be a part um, and a member of the womb school to even get this exclusive information. I'm not fixing to be taking everybody with me with this dental tourism ministry. Everybody's not going to be in this network, you know. So if you don't want to be a part of the network, you don't really want to be a part of this movement because this is a real ministry to restore us inside and out. It's so many people that's not smiling out here, that's feeling unworthy because they got fucked up teeth, because they can't smile. You've been working. You didn't got the the dental assessments. That's 12, 15,000, 20,000, like I did. And still have never had enough to get it done. And you feeling unworthy. You feeling like you a, a bomb. You feeling like, what the hell is wrong with me? It's like... You never get it done. And we got real serious issues out here. And they will rape you with these dental prices. These American dental prices are a fool. A thousand per tooth for veneers and crowns. And I'm coming out to the Gambia. And I got my whole situation, top and bottom grills, taken care of. And they did a good job for $20. And the bottom grill was $19. Bottom grill $19. Top grill was $20 the first time I went. And I got them touched up, um, you know, not too long ago, top and bottom. And it was, that was total 28. <laughs> so we got some thinking to do in terms of that. And I've even um, done some research and I have another alternative for us as well, where we can go and we don't even have to pay as much for um, airfare. The airfare will be extremely affordable, like so much cheaper. And it'll be an environment where it will be paradise for us and it will be a real vacation for us and we can get our teeth fixed for pennies on the dollar and for the low 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 that's something i've been putting my energy in as well and there are other opportunities so stay tuned for that if y'all want to know more about that definitely join the womb school and the black repack group look in the um video description people be like where can i find more information like girl if you don't look at the information in front of you and click on the video description people don't be seeing basic stuff i be making posts all the time on instagram telling people where to go for the herbs people be in the comments talking about how do i get started like what is you 
You know what I mean? Like we do stuff like that. So it's very easy, you know, um, for you to get started with this because we need to be able to smile again. We need to start living our lives out loud. I was so scared to do videos at one time because of my smile. And then when I did start doing videos, I had to hold the camera a certain way. I was, Ooh, I was so embarrassed to even say the word teeth at one time in my life because it was just such a mental prison of shame I lived in around it. So join me for that dental tourism conversation. I'm so excited to share with you what I've found and what I've learned and how we can genuinely um, change this overnight, really. Like you don't even have to think about it anymore. You can know that, you know what, let me just come up with what I want. If it's implants, if it's crowns and veneers, just know you really can get that done and taken care of this year. You can, period. Like we don't, we don't have to go into another year um, putting our hands over our mouth and um, angling our lips down, talking with our lips over our teeth, all type of crazy stuff. Think about what you'd be doing right now if your smile was nice. Like how much better, how that would affect your life right now. The stuff that you can't do, the pictures you don't want to take, the um, business and business opportunities you don't want to take because you think it's going to put you in the public because you really personally don't like the way your smile looks like. It's a lot with that. You know, so that's why it's a ministry to me. This is a real ministry. I've struggled and suffered with this over 20 years of my life, y'all. Okay, so um. I'm going to be doing more broadcast. Um, I like this brilliant black broadcast that I've started. I've wanted to start it for so long. And I'm also going to be going to the Clubhouse app. I'm going, y'all. I'm going, I promise. And, you know, I talked about this earlier, too. You know, we're cleaning up things from 2020, moving into 2021 fearless. You can't tell me shit no more. I done did business. I've, you know, gone through the fire, come out as pure gold. My ancestors have had me in a mode where I couldn't do nothing but stand and and be tested and go through this initiation. If you understand anything about tradition, there is an initiation process for sure. And there is also redemption. There's also redemption. So um, I just appreciate everybody that supported me, the people that um, reached out today about the natal chart readings. I am offering those again. If you want to do a one-on-one with me, now we can do that on the phone. My Wi-Fi signal is off the chains better, and I don't have to do pre-recorded natal chart readings for you. We can actually talk one-on-one, and that's the way I prefer it. Because if you've ever had a natal chart reading with me, you do know it's very in-depth. It gives you a lot of insight on your compatibility, who's right for you. But it's also a very real experience for you and I to have. So I love doing them. So they're going to be available now. Um, You can sign up for that by sending me an email to artcathy at gmail and put read me in subject. Okay. Um, Also for the ladies that where this resonates with you and you know you want a sisterhood that'll hold you accountable. If you ready to just cut out all of the the fighting and beefing amongst your sisters, like I don't care if you got contacts, blonde hair, shit like that. If anything I'm saying resonate with you, sis, we can work this out this year. Like I promise you, my heart is so, it's been so humble. (laughs) I'm like, I see what's really important and we really want the same things. Being a mother has completely changed my life and I've just been on that trajectory of just being connected with the human experience and and my people. And so even with all the nuances and all of our um, disagreements we have, and I'm the one that'll tell you it's a difference between being brilliant, basic, and brain dead. But even with that, I don't hold it in my heart every day. Like, it's not my fight, dude. Like, I just want peace right now. I know what being on code is. It's not 
Um, but as far as the sisters are concerned, if you a sister and this is resonating with you and you feel my heart and you want a space full of other black women that just want to support each other, we're going to go up together, learn how to heal our bodies, mind, body, spirit, um, and hold each other accountable to our weight loss goals, to our business goals. That's a great place to be. And it's been around since 2017. And I'm grateful that it's a lot of sisters that have come through the womb school that are doing great things. And so it's a very special sisterhood to be a part of. Okay. Um, also that link is going to be available in the video description. The herbs that I talked about earlier, including what can knock out any virus, disease, COVID, camu camu powder, you're going to need something like that when you're going to um, countries, foreign countries. And in the middle of this pandemic, if we're not giving ourselves a real herbal arsenal, you're sitting duck. And it's the same as having ammo. It's the same as having guns to protect yourself. So we need to know how to heal ourselves without being susceptible to a racist medical system. So go to houseofimotep.com, promo code RD80, Romeo Delta 80. Don't put in Romeo Delta. No, not that Delta. We're talking about RD80. Because I know some of my people be like, well, I put in Romeo Delta, did not come up. That ain't what I'm talking about. Okay, so go um, to the site, put in RD84 discount and get um, all the herbs to help you lose weight. Get rid of that mucus, bloating. Houdia, H-O-O-D-I-A, is a weight loss supplement. It's a natural fat burner. Um, If you have weight loss as your New Year's goal, we need to stay on that. Ain't nothing wrong with you trying again this year. Let's try with some different tools. Let's try with the support system. You can do this. We need to get our health out of the toilet because we are suffering with obesity, obesity related illnesses such as diabetes, hypertension, heart attack, even fibroids and female reproductive issues. Brothers, sisters, we can do better than this. I see a lot of us are losing right now. We're losing in health. If you go to the average picture and profile picture of a man or woman, 40 plus, they going to look like they got a sodium filled face is thick. They've got stomachs. They got bloating. You know what I mean? Like we're overweight and we're in denial. Fellas talking about I used to play football in high school and talking about they got muscle memory and all they got to do is just take a few weeks and get it back together. Nah, bro, you're pre-diabetic. You got hypertension like you not going to do nothing until somebody gets in your face like this and say, stop playing. You waiting for a wake-up call to make you get serious. And until you get that wake-up call, you're going to just give other people BS about what you can do and how you're not as bad as, you know, they say. You don't, mm -mm. we can't do no more of that. And so it's the same with you too. We're not going to act like being fat is the new cool and the new, it's not. It's not. And you you know what it is. Even Lizzo said, fuck it, I got to lose this weight. We, if you at a point where you think obesity don't exist, you only think you fat when you 600 pounds, you probably thinking this broadcast is crazy too. And I can't believe you've even lasted this long. So most of us, we understand it's a weight issue, but we'd rather be delusional because a lot of us just don't know what the hell to do. Okay. So it's some real simple solutions for us, but this just may be the year you get it together. You may have deluded yourself for the last 10 years and did an up and down roller coaster, but I'm telling you, everybody has the ability to come back from anything harder and better than ever. And it starts with your mindset and it starts with what you put in your mind 
and your influence around you. So the womb school and the warrior school, the links are going to be in the description. You need to get with a network that wants to see you win. And you have to be around people that have that as a goal for you as well. So I'm going to leave you guys with this. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for joining me. And I'm going to be checking back in with you guys soon. But this week, I want to be um, available for my natal chart readings. That is so exciting to me. If you want to read and go to artkathy at gmail and put read me in the subject so we can talk about your gifts, your strengths, your weaknesses, who the hell is right for you, because it is a science to compatibility. Love can happen for you this year. 2021 can be the year we finally get it together in health, wealth, and in love for black, the black collective, you know, period. Like we do need that. And I see we've been struggling and I know that we have the tools now that can change the game. So thank you for joining me. I'll be putting up another broadcast very soon and have a wonderful day, guys. Love you.